Welcome everybody to a very, very special bonus episode of the one, the only, the hashtag DovaCast. Arrows to the knee. Now this is a little project that has been very, very near and dear to my heart. I've gone around different independent wrestling shows and interviewed different personalities that love the game of Skyrim just as much as me. We got Lucha Underground stars. We got WWE stars. We got indie stars. We got every... Okay, we only have three people. But I plan on getting more and doing another bonus episode very, very soon. In the meantime, I'm sure you guys are going to love these interviews. Great people. Great questions. Even better host. That's me. Well, let's roll the footage. Well, it's an audio format. Dang it! For this first interview, we go to a magical little land known as my apartment to interview Lucha Underground sensation Sunny Kiss, also known as Exolicious, also known as my boyfriend. Let's roll the tape. Killian McMurphy here on location with Lucha Underground superstar Sunny Kiss, Hi. also known as Exolicious. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you, my love? I'm doing quite, quite well. Are you excited to be on Arrows to the Knee, the one, the only, the hashtag DovaCast? Is that happening literally right now? Right now, we're doing the audio content. Are we babe. live? We're live, babe. <laughs> we are live. So tell me about your experience in Tamriel. When did you first start playing Skyrim? I first discovered Skyrim. Well, well said, well said, babe. I first discovered Skyrim, well, like, back in, I don't know, maybe, like, high school, and then I didn't really get into it until I started dating this one. Which one? <laughs> Killian McMurphy. That's me. <laughs> so, um, I just kind of watched it, like, just like it was, like, Far Cry, and I watched it like it was, like, uh, what's the other free world game like that? Um, Far Cry and, uh, uh... GTA. No. What's the other one? I'm, like, blanking out. Anyways, so I... The, Pong. <laughs> no. So, any, like... Pac-Man. <laughs> Come on, no. babe. Have some decorum. We're on the air. Farewell to decorum by the Kildares. <laughs> That's Killian McMurphy's interest music, you guys, just in case you, you're wondering, because it's such a pretty hot song. Anyways, we're off topic, so let's get back. Um, so I started playing it eventually when I met my boyfriend. Well, I don't know right when we met, but like when we started like dating, and then uh, now I'm kind of like stuck on it. My um, girl's name, she's a red guard. Her name is Claire? Grace. Grace. <laughs> You named her, you dingus. I know. Okay, Claire. so Grace is doing very well. She is uh, married to Stenvar. Um, the experience has been amazing. I, um, I per se, I kind of play it more for the RPG experience. Uh, I do kind of dip and dab in the Spagyric stuff now, but uh, I do play for more, more RPG stuff. I'm kind of maneuvering into both to basically, uh, you know, kind of advance in the game while still kind of like you know um playing staying true to who grace is absolutely, as a person absolutely and who i am as a person as well absolutely all decisions that grace makes is literally what i would do um except for murdering some people but 
<laughs> but if someone was trying to murder you, absolutely, absolutely. real life or it, Skyrim, well, that's a bit we do. Well, I know, I know. I'm, I'm aware. I'm, I, Are I, you a I, listener? I, yes, I am a listener. I am a loyal listener every uh, month, I guess. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> so yeah, um, I really, really do. Um, what? Where am I at now in the game? Actually, a bit. So like I just, 17? I just defeated. Well, right, but I just defeated the dragon. My first dragon. Alduin. Correct. I just for the def- first time. Yes. So I just defeated Alduin. For the first time. For the first time, yeah. And now I'm um, in that war, trying to kind of see which side I'm going to be yeah, on. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I want to ask you about the Civil War. Babe, when you first started playing the Civil War storyline, you uh, you pitched something to me that you're trying to do. And it's much like our friend Lee on the podcast is trying to unite all the bandits in Skyrim together under his rule. He's not having the best of luck with that. You also have big pipe dreams in Tamriel. Tell me about those. Uh, I want to kind of do something very similar, which is kind of get everybody to kind of unite and to be one. Um, obviously, uh, well, I'm actually having a trouble right now because there is some sort of glitch. So, excuse me, Bethesda. Get it together. <laughs> a glitch on Skyrim? I don't think that ever happened. Uh, of course not. Um, but right now I'm trying to... Uh, what's their names? I'm terrible with the names. <laughs> the Imperials uh, and the Stormcloaks. Okay, yes, the Imperials, who basically are doing modern-day imperialism. Well, they all are, but the Imperialists <laughs> are basically like... You know, uh, serving their rightful purpose, which is basically what their name is. Don't put that freaking camera like away from me. Am I talking too loud? All right. You're doing fine. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm basically trying to get them to hear me out and to see both sides, and then to kind of just, you know, I'm, I, I kind of want to lead them all into the right direction. I feel like Sky- Skyrim as a whole is just way too divided, and I want them to basically become one and become a unit. It's a message of unity coming correct, from sunny correct. kiss you would not see what okay i don't know i don't want to sing anymore that's copyright yeah we're gonna have to pay for that if you keep singing it yeah um so or you and i see why okay so uh how do you play tell us about your play style how do you fight um what is my style um god damn it i forgot uh uh what weapons do I use and stuff like that? Yeah, what weapons do you use? So are you I one-handed? I use that super awesome mace uh, that you use. What's it? Mace of what? Mace of Molag. Molag Ball? Yeah, okay, that's super. it. Yeah, so I use that. Um, I, I'm really, really into using, uh, how do you say the H? Atrianoc? Atronach. Atronach, correct. Yes, okay. what kind of Atronach do you summon? Uh, The flame. Yes. Super. So I'm a big fan of that. I love, love, love having companions with me. I am a big, 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 big fan of having a group, an entourage. So I, my husband in the game, Stenvar, uh, is always with me. Uh, my dog. Um, wait, the dog. What, what dog do I have now? Vigilance. Correct. No, 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 no. Vigilance. You, you murdered Vigilance. <laughs> Unfortunately. In cold blood. <laughs> Unfortunately, Vigilance passed. You know, super, super sad. But right now, I'm taking care of. Um, What's his name? I don't know. I don't the know do- dog. Babe, babe, you were there with oh, me. Oh, the dog from Jersey. What's his name? That's uh, paired up with the Daedra. I forgot uh, the name. Yeah, what is his name? Uh, uh, God Starts with a it. B. I think it's B? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Anyway, but, he's like, a great guy. He sounds like Joey Bellini. That's what you told me. The promoter from Warriors of <laughs> I did of not Wesley. tell you that. Loyal listener Joey Bellini. Yeah, Big fan of the podcast. Excuse me. Um, so, no, yeah, I love having them. And then I have two children. Um, 
<laughs> you don't even remember your kid's name. Svendar. What's his name? Svendar. Sten. Stenvar. Stenvar is gonna be pissed. First of all, Stenvar actually. Is tell us. Him. Tell us about your relationship with him. What's that like? <laughs> um. I'm getting cucked. <laughs> via via Tamriel. <laughs> Is that what the town is called? Or? That's what the whole thing is called. Oh. Skyrim and all the other places. So the Mara whole, the world and... as a whole. Yes. Is called, okay, so then Skyrim is basically a uh, uh, region. Uh, got it. Correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. So tell us about your relationship. How did you and Svendivar? Svendivar. Svendivar. Svendivar meet. So Svendivar has been a follower of mine, uh, almost since like level. I want to. I want to say like six or seven. No, it's about level eight, and I'm on eighteen now, nineteen or something. You remember where you guys met? Where did I meet Denver? He actually, is it White Run? No, it's not White Run. Uh, Winhelm. He is in the bar at the top in Winhelm, mm-hmm. and he's just sitting there. I think he's kind of like drinking coffee or whatever it is. Did you think he was handsome? Um, I knew I wanted my red guard to reflect off of me, so I wanted her to date someone that wasn't of color. And which Sunny Kiss does with Killing McQueen. Listeners, I'm not of color. <laughs> so I want it um, to kind of reflect off of me. Um, so yeah, we met at the... I forgot what this place is called. I don't know. Some, some type of inn. The Bannered Mayor. Is that what it's called? I don't know. You're just kind of just naming the Yeah, I'm just, I just named like one. Okay, so now um, we met at some... <laughs> Some smoky yeah, bar, and you saw each other from across the room. And That's I the asked, kind of story I, I, I want. <laughs> I asked him to be my follower. So you want me to fabricate the story a little bit? Like yeah. You're, like you're, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, you're, exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't say that on the podcast, but... Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I asked him to be my follower, so he followed me for quite a while and defeated a lot of, you know, missions with me, or I should say, like, finished a lot of missions with me. Was he there when you killed your first giant? He was. That's a beautiful Actually, moment. he helped out a lot. Him and my dog. What's his fighting style? He's a big two-handed fan, isn't he? Big Correct. great sword. He's a big two-handed fan. Mm-hmm. And um Much like me in real life, you did a good job with that. <laughs> if you catch my drift. <laughs> it's a PG podcast. Yeah, I know. Okay, so um <laughs> anything else that you want to say to the listeners? Um, no, I'm really, really excited. Um, I, I was never really a huge Skyrim fan as far as playing it. I definitely like to watch it more. But now that I'm actually playing it, I'm a huge, huge fan now. And I respect it a lot more. Um, it's definitely kind of one of those things where it's like, don't judge a book by its cover. Really, really try to get into something because it's possible. Um, anyone else who's playing the game, um, I'd love to play on, not play online, obviously, but, you know, it's kind of like communicate online, so you can kind of like, uh, add me as a friend on PS4, so that's Stratosphere 11, that's S-T-R-A-T-U-S-P-H-E-R-E 11, and you can, uh, chat it, with up, chat it up with me, and we can play together, so let's do it. You want to plug your social media, babe? Sure. I am on social media at SunnyKissXO. That's S-O-N-N-Y-K-I-S-S-X-O. And that's that's for Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash SunnyKiss1. And you can check me out on Lucha Underground every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Next episode, uh, episode three, you will see my debut. So, yeah. Check it out. Thanks for having us. Or thanks for letting, letting, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks, babe. For this interview, we were in the parking lot 
behind the Rampage Professional Wrestling Arena, where we interviewed the recently debuted Henry Lee Haight. Let's see what Henry's hollering about. Killian McMurphy here once again on location with Henry Lee Haight for the one, the only, the hashtag DovaCast, arrows to the knee. How you feeling today, Henry? Absolutely great, Killian. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So tell me about your experience in Tamriel. How'd you start playing Skyrim? Oh, God. Um, I've been playing Skyrim, well, Elder Scrolls, really, since back... Uh, probably Morrowind, um, and I absolutely loved it then, uh, kept following the storyline, played through Oblivion, um, you know, finally got to Skyrim, um, and it's an amazing game, one of my, easily one of my top fives. It's your favorite of all the Elder Scrolls games? Absolutely, definitely, it's, it's, um, it feels like it's the most streamlined, the most well put together, um, and it's really the most customizable, it, it's just absolutely fun to play. Are you gonna get six when it comes out? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So, uh, how do you like to play Skyrim? What race are you usually? And tell me about your play style, how you fight. Well, you know, I'm a bigger guy, so that kind of reflects that a little bit. Um, I absolutely love orcs. Um, one, because I'm a fantasy nerd to begin with. I'm right. old school D&D player, all that stuff. So, you know, orcs are my favorite race because, you know, they're big, they're strong, kind of like ugly. Just body. like you, just Henry. Like, just like you. Just like me. Yes. Um, as far as play style, um, Usually, if I'm, especially if I'm doing orc, um, you're straight up heavy armor, two-handed, you know, just go in there, pound things build. Um, that being said, I mean, I am like everyone else. I do have my, you know, stealth archer build, all that good yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, I played a little bit of everything. Nice, nice. Now, when, you, when you're playing, do you find yourself more role-playing, or are you trying to maximize and be the most efficient and streamlined and, and be the best Skyrim player you can be? A little bit of column A, column B. Uh, depends on what my mood is. Like, sometimes, like, yeah, I'm a little bit more of a uh, role-playing type. I'll go in there actually really immerse myself into the game. Uh, but I am a little bit of a power gamer, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually, one of my favorite power gaming builds, uh, surprisingly not an orc. Um, I use a Dark Elf Vampire build uh, for stealth archery, uh, full Necromage perk, all that stuff. Nice. Um, really, really maximized for, like, that end game, like, top-tier difficulty stuff. Nice. So that's one of my favorite builds while I'm not playing around, so. Nice. Speaking of favorites, do you have a favorite quest, a quest line or enemy that you want to uh, talk about? God, that's, uh, that's a lot of those. Um, obviously, I'm a Dark Brotherhood fanboy. That's my favorite, too. Uh, absolutely fun quest line to play through. Um, any stuff of Black Reach as far as, like, just the location itself goes yeah. that's fun to go through yeah. um the ethereum uh side quest thing that whole series of quests right. that's actually a really fun one to fall into especially since it has a really nice reward at the end you have yeah. the ethereum crown and the other items um do you got a favorite dlc uh probably dragonborn uh nice the whole i like the whole like kind of like lovecraft influence on it where it's kind of like you know you get a little bit of that whole like like alien like you know like elder monster vibe thing mirak best heal in the game yeah absolutely yeah best yeah. heal in the game one of the top I'm heals sure. in gaming as far as i'm I concerned would definitely agree one up there with ones. like the boss and metal gear with, yeah like, just badass <laughs> badassery you know absolutely, what i mean absolutely definitely i mean um and we're discussing this on the podcast either soon or some month. I don't know, like that. But battles that you really had trouble with. Mine was mine was uh, Horkin, the vampire lord. Okay, yeah. Or yeah. Harkin, maybe, Harkin, something yeah. like that. Harkin. Yeah, he's an asshole. He's he's definitely a tough one. Um, the hardest one, I think a lot of people would probably share this one, was um, Karstag, the hidden boss. Oh, I'm, I'm fighting him soon for the first time, Karst, and I'm excited. Karstag is hard. Um, Tell me about your experience with him. 
Well, my first experience um, ever was with a ground and pound build, and that was that was just a bad, bad time because he's got that um, AOE around him where it's like you're constantly taking damage, mm -hmm. and he's just he hits hard. He hits like a giant, but then some. Um, on an archery build, it was a little bit easier, but it's still you know you're still whittling down. The guy's like resistant to everything except like not so much to fire but and you're fighting him in a confined space too very, doesn't that kill you very small combined uh confined space now um, you, you scared me henry you really scared me right now. <laughs> you'll do fine <laughs> oh my gosh i'm gonna have to lower the difficulty so anything else you want to say to our listeners we're so glad to have you bud um off the top of my head not really i mean just like uh, glad you know to have be on here Nice, nice. Do you want to give out your social media handles? Uh, absolutely. You can hit me up on Henry Lee Hate at MySpace. Um, that's really kind of all I use. MySpace. Or Facebook, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> MySpace. It is like 2011. Hello, yeah, Vic. Yeah. Vic Ramon over there. Big listener. Big fan of the podcast. Not really. He doesn't really listen. Well, thank you so much, Henry. Not a problem. Thank I'm you. I'm going to shake your hand even though it's an audio format. <laughs> all right, guys. We're almost at five minutes. Five, four, three, two one five minutes perfect thanks bud no problem man that was fun that was definitely that fun that was fun all right man for this next interview we went to the susquehanna wrestling organization in red lion pennsylvania to talk to the one the only the master of simplicity alan clayball recently featured on wwe's 205 live let's see what alan has to say Killian McMurphy here once again on location at SWO Professional Wrestling in Red Lion, Pennsylvania. Here with star of 205 Live, Keith Clayball, a.k.a. Alan Clayball, a.k.a. the Master of Simplicity. How you doing, Alan? Boom! I'm doing real well, Killian. Thanks you, for having me. You are on the one, the only, the hashtag DovaCast. Oh how, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty great about it. Now, I want to tell you something. You are the first wrestler that I met that was into Skyrim and that talked about Skyrim with me. That's unbelievable. I know. Isn't that cool? Yeah, well, it's great, but yeah. I can't believe there's nobody else out there that likes Skyrim. Well, I just started playing again recently, you know, first time since college, and I didn't wrestle in college, so it never really came up in conversation, mm -hmm. and we were just talking about it, well, I brought it up, I said, I'm going to go home and play Skyrim at an ACW show in Denton, Oh yes, I believe yes. in December of last year, and you perked up, and you said, you play <laughs> Skyrim? And it was on from there, you, yeah, you talked all about it, I had just started the game I'm playing now, I was like in the teens, as far as level at the time. And you're like, man, if you ever have any questions, <laughs> hit me up. So uh, here we are. I told you at the last SWO show, I believe that was in Seven Valleys, I was like, I want to get you on the podcast. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been talking about it for a while, so I'm glad we finally got to sit down and do it. Yeah, I'm happy about it, too. So uh, tell me about your history playing Skyrim. How'd you start playing Skyrim? Well, I played... Fallout 3 was my first Bethesda game that I played, and... I mean, I fell in love with it right away. I nonstop played it. Then a buddy of mine was like, hey, play this Elder Scrolls Oblivion. It's by the same, you know, creator. And I was hooked immediately on that, too. So as soon as I heard about Skyrim coming out in uh, 2011, I was like, well, I got to have this right away. And played it nonstop, just like I did all the other uh, Bethesda games. 
I don't play it as much anymore. I should have went back and replayed it since I knew we were going to have this conversation. You should have. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but you I've said been, you would. But I've been too busy playing Fallout 4. I picked that back up instead because I was like, oh, there's so much I haven't done yet in there that I should probably replay that before I go back and do Skyrim for the 10th, 20th time. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, being excited about new games, are you excited about Elder Scrolls 6? Did you see the trailer at E3 and everything like that? Oh, yeah. I saw it. It, it looks great. Of, of course, it's going to be great. I mean, their game of the year every time they come out, so I wouldn't expect anything less. Absolutely. Absolutely. They really kicked ass at E3 this year. Um, So, back to Skyrim. Um... Tell me about your character that you usually play. Tell me about your play style, what races you like to play as. We were talking about this at the last SWO show. You said you have three races that you cycle through every playthrough. Yep, I keep it pretty simple. I alternate between orcs, Argonians, and once in a while I play as a Khajiit. Never humans. Nope, they just, they're all over the game, you know. There's barely any Argonians or orcs unless you go to the strongholds or... You know, you find those the Argonians in the caves and whatever, and uh, Khajiits are just, you know, doing the trading and stuff, and it's not like in Elder Scrolls Oblivion where they're just roaming the town just like normal people. So I'm like, ah, I'm going to play with an orc or Argonian. And I feel like their powers are, you know, cooler Argonian. You can breathe underwater. Orc, you got the berserker and can just yeah, I love rush that. through people. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, you're a human in real life. Yes, that yeah. is true. Plus so you, why play as a human in the game when yeah, you got other options? Exactly, exactly. So uh, you talked about Oblivion uh, right there. Uh, I never played Oblivion myself. One of our co-hosts has, the other co-host hasn't, like me. Uh, tell us about that. What you know? Tell us about your experience with Oblivion. Oh man, I've invested so much time into that game. Played it probably 25, 30 times. Like Maybe. it more than Skyrim? Uh, that's a tough question. Probably because I just feel like the quests are longer. Right. You know, like when you do the Dark Brotherhood, it feels like it's taken forever to get through those quests. And I feel like you can get through it pretty quickly in Skyrim. Yeah, you can. And there's no Fighters Guild in Skyrim, but companions are pretty similar. And I feel like I brush through the companions quests. That's usually the first set of quests I do just because I like to become a werewolf in Skyrim. Yeah, uh, but not in real life. No, no you, you've life. you've strayed away from that in real life. I have life. strayed away from that in real life. I was that the inspiration for AC Wolf? Uh, I think it was more or less because I was just hairy and I was like, I don't want to shave my chest. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing to do with Bethesda games. Nope, nothing. Okay, really. okay. So moving on from that, let's go back to when you play Skyrim. What is your play style? Are you a sneak bow kind of guy? Do you, uh, like you said, use the Berserker Rage? Does it uh, depend on the race? I like, eh, it does depend on the race, but if I, Orc is usually what I remember playing as the most, and I'm usually a two-handed weapon kind of guy. Um, but I will bust out the bow no matter what character I am, just because I like sneaking and getting a shot on them before they come at me. Yeah, get that two times damage or three times damage or whatever you got. Exactly. Yeah. What are some of your favorite weapons? If that's not too tough of a question off the top of your head. Uh, I remember the first time I ever played, I got the Wolfrad axe from the Companions. Yep. And when you're doing that quest line, sorry, spoiler, spoiler alert if nobody ever played it. Uh, <laughs> if they're listening to this, they, I think they have. Uh, you put it in that, uh, I can't remember the statue's name, but you put it in his hands, and then it opens that door 
uh, so you can finish the the quest line, and I forgot to grab it back. Oh and no! Go back and grab the axe, and I never knew that. I thought it stayed on the statue, so I just. But every other playthrough, I'm always like, I gotta make sure yeah. I have that wolf rat axe because I that thing dominates. So correct me if I'm wrong. That's the axe that is uh, extra strong against elves. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. What do you got against elves? Do you not like elves? Eh, it's not that I don't dislike <laughs> them, but I mean, you know, there are a I lot of them. Put a hurting on some of them, and that's the my weapon of choice for it. Does that work on Falmer? Uh, I believe it did. I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure it, it did work on Falmer's. That makes sense, them being the former Snow Elves. More spoilers, more spoilers. Um, so anything else you want to... Actually, one more question. I forgot to ask this. Some of your hardest enemies in the game, whether it be a specific named enemy or just, like, Draugr, Death Overlords... Oh, God. A class... I, hate, I hate the Draugrs. Oh, oh man, man. There's they so just, many of them. They just crush you. And then they shout, and then they'll stab you when you're down. <laughs> Just like life, will shout at you and stab you when you're down. Yeah, man, those Draugrs are killer. I think I took on the Parthenax dragon before, because uh, ah. the Blades wanted me to take him down. And That's for right. some reason, I was I was like, all right, I'll do this quest line. And I'm pretty sure he whipped my ass a couple times before I actually beat him. Yeah, Parthenax <laughs> used to be a friend of Alduin. Yes. And then he stabbed him in the back. We actually, that was a big hot button issue on the uh, podcast. We were debating whether or not we should kill him. <laughs> I went in my game after I beat Alduin and killed him. So I, I, you know, I listened to the Blades. That was a good idea. I, I, uh,. Took one like some bone dragon before. I can't remember where it was in one of those. Uh, you summon him in a cave, right? Yes, you summon yeah. him in a cave, and but there's like even though skeletons aren't that hard, there's like 40 of them just spawning. That's ridiculous. And, and taking you on while you're trying to take down this dragon. My usual way I try to take him down is I send my companion in first, whoever I have. Wow. And I'm like, you know, you take care of most of the work, and then I'll come in, slide in, and take. <laughs> Are you a conjuration guy? Uh, I do it to get the stats up. You know, while I'm, oh, okay. while I'm walking from place to place, I'll just keep muffling. Right. Just so I can <laughs> the, the illusion up. Keep and... muffling. <laughs> uh, and for any listeners wondering, I think you have to do unrelenting force on, like, some kind of lamp or something in that cave. And then that bone dragon comes. Yes. Yeah. You gotta kill him. Um... Yeah, yeah. So anything else you want to tell the listeners before you go? I mean, my favorite thing to do in most Bethesda games is try to collect all the unique weapons that are, you know, have some kind of unique power. And But in Skyrim, you know, you can enchant anything you want and give it its own name, so you can just make whatever weapons you want, and I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's, that's one great. of the best things about the game. Yeah, I love to enchant and love the name. I actually named my first weapon. I wasn't into that before, but I named <laughs> something the Iron War Axe of Dingus Hood. Oh, there it is. Yep, Dingus there it is. There. So where can we find you on social media, bud? Oh, man, social media. Uh, Alan Clayball, C-L-A-B-A-U-G-H, if you're looking at me on Facebook. C-L-A-Y-B-A-L-L, if you're looking at me for Instagram or Twitter. Uh, Snapchat, I think, is Clayball11, C-L-A-B-A-U-G-H again. I know, my last name's spelled many different ways. <laughs> yes, a man of many, many names. Well, thank you so much for being on the one, the only, the hashtag DovaCast. Thanks for having me. Yes, you were one of the first people I wanted as a guest when we came up with this podcast. Well, so I'm course. glad you could do it. Thank you, thank you. All I right. appreciate it. All right. Thanks, bud.